threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Well, we got power now, Cam. We should have cowboy hats on. Yeah, we should. Why? Just talking about Texas. Oh, talking about Texas. Okay. I just didn't know if, like, you just felt like wearing well, cowboy hats. Well, the music, hats. too. <laughs> the music's great, yeah. yeah. Cameron, uh, we're excited to be here. Um, it's Thursday. It's the greatest day of the week. It is. For all of you out there. <laughs> um, what are we talking about on today's podcast? We're talking about preparedness. <laughs> yep. And uh-huh. being preppers. And yeah. Now, we figured since... Uh, the huge mess that just happened to Texas and Ooh. it's still happening. Yeah. Um, that we would talk about that um, power outage and how mm-hmm. to deal with it and how to take care of it. It's something that it's good, like blackouts and power outage. It's good to go over it every yeah. few, every few, you know, <laughs> just every few. Because <laughs> yeah. you want to make sure that you're up on all the new stuff. Well, it like, it brought a lot of it, like, people started getting. Like, serious about buying generators yeah. and stuff around here, even. They're oh, like, they did, for sure, yeah. We have a lot of tie to Texas because mm. a ton of people leave town to go work in the oil field in Texas because yep. it's been dead here. Mm-hmm. And so a lot yeah. of folk in our town are affected by the Texas um, yeah. uh, massacre of storm. <laughs> Texas, ma- yep, <laughs> So, exactly. yeah, um, anyways, it's kind of hit close to home for, for a sure. lot of people here. So, so we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but first, I got to tell you about BattleBox. Uh-huh. It is the monthly subscription box for men, women, children, dogs, cats, birds, <laughs> fake birds, drones, oh, yeah. drone everything. Birds. Yeah, full of solid gear <laughs> for adventure seekers. I love to open a box of drone bird in it. <laughs> I know. Survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of handpicked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here is a sampling of what users received this month. The Adventure Medical Kit's Tri-Oral Rehydration Salts. We, I mean, where else are you going to get one of those in a subscription box? You know what I mean? You're not. Your wife ain't going to get one in her makeup box. No. Guarantee it. Uh, or the Revolt Ra- uh, Raptor Survival Neck Knife. Yeah. That's cool. It ain't coming in It's a knife. That you, no, no, no. It looks like a necklace, but it's a knife. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So uh, all this badassness starts at about 30 bucks a month. They've shipped... A million, over a million, probably a billion <laughs> boxes. It's like billions. You me- do you remember? Billions. I always remember when I was little and there was a McDonald's in town and you'd say, over some billion served. Do you remember yeah. that? It would say that and it would keep going up. And I'm like, gosh dang, that's a lot of burgers. <laughs> I do remember the little ticker. Yeah. But, anyways, I don't, that reminds me of this for some reason. Battle Box McDonald's, they yeah. go together. Same thing. Um, Curran's just like Ronald McDonald, basically, <laughs> with a beard. Uh, our listeners Modern get a free Ronald. <laughs> our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com/casualpreppers. That's trybattlebox.com/casualpreppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife at trybattlebox.com/casualpreppers. Listener reviews starts now. I sure hope people go and subscribe to that. I really do, too. Like, all of our good gear is BattleBox gear. Yeah, 100%. My, oh, my. My, oh, my. Five stars. I'll one-niner. I'll drink a one-niner. 
I decided to take National Preparedness Month more seriously in 2018 and stumbled across this podcast. I've been hooked on these guys ever since, although they are the fur the farthest from taking things more seriously. Mm. They take the often socially taboo subject of prepping and mm. prove you don't need a tinfoil hat or six million <coughs> rounds of ammo to be a prepper. Ooh, you're getting in trouble now. Yeah, careful now. Don't if, talk about guns or ammo. <laughs> if a good TV network put these guys front and center as the prepping poster children, maybe more people would get on board with being prepared. You got a point. Yeah, you do. Yeah. These guys know how to give a good time and solid advice and guidance, too. Sure. Yeah. If you want real entertainment to accompany you while you organize your Tashanka and rotate your protein, I say that all the time now. I know. Download and subscribe now. Stay survived. Stay survived. That's great. That's great. Thank you. And if you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, go to the Kindle book on Amazon, leave us a five-star review, and make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. So Cameron. Yeah. There's a lot of weird crap going on. There is. I don't know if you've noticed. I have. But um, I read an article just the other day, um, <laughs> and it said, Pilot of Phoenix-bound American Airlines plane reports mid-flight close encounter with UFO. Wow. Did you know that? I didn't know that. And did you know that I actually have the um, cockpit sounds of what the guy said when he saw it? No, I want to hear it. want to hear it? I do. Listen. Have any targets up here? We just had something go right over the top of us that, I hate to say this, looked like a long cylindrical object. It almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast that went right over the top of us. Yeah, so they Those saw something. kind of ramped up. Huh? The, the sightings and stuff kind of built up a bunch. Can you tell them? I, you know what? That makes me excited. It does I, me too. I mean, if the, if the years are going to be stupid, like 2020 was stupid. And 2021's yeah. already stupid. Uh, we at least need to have UFOs and aliens. We I do. mean, we need totally something agree. to uh, to make it better. And this is the thing that I'm hoping for. That's freaking awesome. So, but that that actually happened not too long ago over by Phoenix. So, take that. <laughs> That's super weird. Yeah. Um, my news isn't as exciting, but it Never goes is. along with our shut your mouth. <laughs> goes along with. Uh, the whole matrix we live in a oh, simulation because yeah. this is the coincidence of this. There's, there's no way it can be explained other than we live in a matrix. Okay. Uh, Terry Bradshaw, did you did you see this this recently? No. Uh, was hurting after season 1982. Um, the 34-year-old Steelers quarterback had a torn muscle and tendons. So, mm. 83, he was admitted to doctor's hospital in his hometown of Louisiana for surgery. Um, to avoid being descended upon by press and admirers, Bradshaw was admitted under an assumed name, Thomas Brady. What? That's weird. How, what are the coincidences oh, of that? Oh, gosh. So, and it, there's even um, an article of it, too. So he went under surgery, and to go under disguise, he just uh, popped up Tom Brady. And that's, what? So he used that name. But they actually name. said Steelers Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, that's not very good at going under a different name if they're putting you in the paper as the Steelers That's quarterback true. named Tom Brady. <laughs> sure, I didn't think about like, that. Like, where's he, like, third string? <laughs> yeah. Is he on a practice squad? <laughs> yeah, What's going on? true. Just little that league? very sneaky. <laughs> like, but, yeah, uh, Terry Bradshaw hmm. confirmed. He's like, yeah, I did use the fake name, and it happened to be... Tom Brady. Goat. 
That's crazy. Happy to be man. the goat. Yeah. I don't know. The only way that could happen is if we live in a simulation. Makes sense. So, anyway, Irrefutable evidence right yeah. there. <laughs> That's what they call the it. The best word there. Yeah. Irrefutable. So, Cameron, um, Texas is kind of, they've had some issues recently. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you noticed. It was on the news. It's been on the news on a few times. My Yahoo news feed, I think, is yeah. where I saw mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And on the Facebook, <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but they've had some issues down there with some, not usually, you don't usually get storms down there like this, no. right? No. It's just. You, know, you get a tornado, yeah, or yeah. Uh, wind. Sure, really hot weather, yeah. mostly. So, so maybe you could, yeah, do so, us a solid <laughs> and tell us kind of what happened down there. <laughs> I, I'm going to do it. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to do like a quick little timeline of what kind of went down. Okay, um, right before the storm and and what turned into a total nightmare. Okay, so. Uh, the preparedness for the Texas devastation of the winter storm that happened recently started with a 40-second mention of an impending frigid weather from the... Uh, ERCOT. Yeah. The Electrical Reliability, Reliability Council of Texas, mm. which I think is funny because they had to throw the O in there. Otherwise, you'd be like, irked. You know, I'm really irked all <laughs> yeah. or something. Well, in that R, they didn't really... They didn't do a very good job with the R. Yeah. I don't know what <clears throat> where they came up with this. But anyways, they had in their energy council mm-hmm. a brief, like, 40-second, you know, we got a storm coming, better watch out. And yeah. that was amongst themselves. Then, f- February uh, 9th, mm-hmm. um, sorry, 10th, 10th okay. CPS Energy said it was preparing for a severe weather and possibility of outages. While it's too early to say what kind of impact the wintry precipitation will have on CPS Energy's equipment or the Electrical Reliability Council's grid, Um they're going to monitor the weather and temperatures. So they didn't give like a really good clear warning of how bad the storm could be, mm-hmm. but they started to. And we all know if you're trying to completely prepare for who knows what yeah. that late in the game. Not, not a have... great time to start. <clears throat> nope. Um, the 11th, the storm started to hit and started with really bad like wide out, like blizzards, freezing, there was a massive crash, 130 vehicles on the icy interstate, um, six people dead, 65 hospitalized. In Austin, winter storm caused 26 vehicle pileup. And so the roads were just getting hammered. People are still trying to go 100 miles an hour out there. <laughs> yeah. But the worst part of the whole thing is people that just don't expect this type of thing to happen where they live mm-hmm. for the temperatures to drop, to have this really big blizzard. I think the last one that they had was in 1980, like one that was really bad in mm-hmm. Austin was like 1980-something. Jeez. So uh, on the 12th, the governor, uh, Greg Abbott, issued a disaster declaration in 254 counties as freezing mist and drizzle occurred north of Highway 90 in Bexar County. Traffic and interstate um, in Kerr and Kimball County stood at a halt due to the frozen over roadway. So... What happens with roads get shut down is all of your uh, restock, your groceries, your fuel, and all that stuff in and out has been completely wiped out. And how many times have we talked about that? <sighs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and a lot of times you think, well, <clears throat> I mean, that's not going to happen. No. Right? Yeah. And so San Antonio Mayor Ron Nirenberg, Becker County Judge Wolf, issued a joint declaration urging residents to take proper precautions. 13th. You know, mm-hmm. this is 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, five days in. Okay. And the storms are already happening. Um, 
And then the power company was now saying it urged customers and businesses on the 14th to limit their electricity use as much as possible. We're Americans. We use what we want. And as the low temperatures were resulting in record-breaking temperatures and record-breaking use of power and uh, stress on the grid. Um, Bexar County office, state of emergency started to happen around this time. And then, uh, the storms continued into basically the, what was the end of the major storms? I think it was like the seventh. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, on Wednesday morning, February 17th, 2.8 million Texans were without electricity. That's a lot of people. (laughs) It's a ton of people. Restoration efforts were hampered by another round of freezing rain and snow in parts of the state. So, a bunch of devastation. And the thing that just, like, really uh, shocked people were those dropping temperatures caused these houses and everything that had been built not to withstand this type of temperature swing. You had ruptured uh, pipelines. Yeah. And then the complication with that is... Not only losing your water, but the contamination into the system, and so then there was a boil uh, order that that went into play of make sure whatever water you can't get needs to be boiled. Yeah, and so how do you boil water with with no power? With no power, and, you and also there move was... into a, you know using fire and people trying to cook indoors and all that that created a massive issue with well wasn't there also issues with getting natural gas too oh yeah right? it went and to so, uh it went to an extreme amount too. yeah yeah so natural gas lines and oil lines all that started to rupture too due to these temperatures a lot of people were saying well the only reason that the grid went down was because of the renewable renewable energy sources that texas like has like 20 yeah of i saw on. The, yeah so they were like <clears throat> trying to be yeah and it wasn't so necessarily just that turned against them on this. Yeah, but that wasn't. It wasn't necessarily just because the they um, were trying to make a that new the system. Windmills <clears throat> weren't working because that's what they were saying. Oh, there was yeah. it was natural gas as well that was. No, it was up. like a, yeah, they got completely caught <clears throat> off guard with this, yeah. and the system just completely like failed. Yeah, <laughs> like, it wasn't good. Millions without power. Well, and and also, I don't know if this is something a lot of people know, that the United States grid, it's on, like, three separate systems, I think. Yeah, we talked about that that one We've time. talked about it before, so there's a, there's a, ah, I can't remember what they're called. I can't remember There's either. two big ones, and then there's the Texas grid, which is basically pretty isolated from everything else. Um, is it really? Yeah, because. I didn't know that that grid was. It, yes. It's, it's the Texas grid, and then there's a couple others. So um, that kind of I remember talking about it. how EMP wipe out one grid is possible. Some yeah. could survive because they're not all connected. But Well, so a few things I read said that, that Texas was unable to kind of, like, borrow electricity because of that, because it was, like, the whole no. grid is pretty separate. Um, so Texas anyways. was borrowing. They started no, they, to. They, they couldn't. They couldn't. Yeah. because of that. Okay, that makes sense. That could be wrong, but that's because it was what just I like read. this restore of power effort was just yeah. failing, and it and it went on for over a week. Mm-hmm. That's a long time in really nasty weather. It's a very long time. <laughs> so one day without power in the cold, it's not good. It's just too much. I had some friends down in Texas. Well, some people I know of, and I was kind of following them on Facebook, and their pipes froze and burst. They didn't. Yeah, have, that's what I'd heard. Didn't have power. It was a bad. Some people I bad week said the same thing. They said that you know everybody was trying to work and help each other, which is pretty cool. Yeah, like the the Texans were all. But you can only do so much for each other when none of you are prepared, you know? Exactly. And then the fact of, like, 
power outages and um, bursting pipes, people started to resort to like cooking indoors with fire and using generators indoor. And then we don't even know the total death toll. It's like at 80 something right now. But like overall from contaminated water systems, the sickness that came on, not to mention the COVID issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you've got um, the problems with uh, what, you know, they, I'm just going to read some of the things of that I thought was pretty, pretty freaking horrible to hear in the United States of all places, you know, mm-hmm. I'm saying we're great and Texas is great, but the deaths here, they said, um, let me pull this up. The one thing that I thought was pretty, I couldn't believe was they found, um, an 11 year old boy was found frozen in his bed. Jeez. His family told the Houston Chronicle, a grandmother and three children died in a house fire as a result of trying to stay warm. Um, the failure to the grid uh, left more than four million total overall without power. Most residents also lost access to water, and fourteen point six million were ordered to boil water to make safe drinking. So, and like I was saying, with the boiling water, that's that's a ton of people using yeah. other resources to to create power and energy to boil water. Exactly. And you're lacking it. And they figure, yeah, so far nearly 80 people have died as a result, according to the Associated Press. So That's anyways, crazy. the complications were from ruptured pipelines to closures of roads. Groceries got cleaned out. The damage to just businesses, too, from ruptured pipes. Like, yeah. everything shut down. And to be given just this little amount of time... To prepare for a storm that you've never even thought about preparing for, which is, I mean, yeah. the devastation. It's hard. It's pretty uh, clear of why that would happen. Well, it's just they like. just weren't ready it's for It's like it. us here. Like, why would we ever prepare for a hurricane? You know what yeah. I mean? In yep. Utah. But <clears throat> obviously that's a pretty much zero chance. But in these other places, once in a while, these hundred year storms come through. Yeah. And it does happen. And I think they found the snowfall. It was like 70 something years since it happened in a, in a particular this particular area yeah. in Texas. Um, and then, yeah, not to mention, does people that aren't prepare, you know, preppers, they, the food and having groceries cleaned out, like, not only is the water an issue and boiling and, and cooking food with the water, then you've got a lack of food because there's no transportation in and out. Yeah. There's no restocking. Um, there's no power to those systems, so any of the frozen foods you could just throw outside. But, you know, mm-hmm. there's just tons of risks that go along with this. So that's why we it's were like, deal. it's really something you have to consider. We always talk about the specifics of your area and what risks you could face, but you you still have to look outside of you do. these rare things that could happen. Like Utah getting a tornado, you wouldn't have thought could happen, and it happened. It's so. happened, But yeah. anyways, this was pretty devastating, and we don't we probably won't know the real death toll from it for, for months, but it was way more than it should have been. (laughs) So, yeah. And so if we look at this kind of overall, you know, what can everybody do to be prepared for something like this? And it's not always necessarily just like a freak snowstorm coming through somewhere. Let's talk about like a power outage. Yeah. Because the power outages was the biggest issue here. That's, that's what it came down to was 
the power was gone and it just caused like like Cam was saying all these cascading effects all these things happened because of that from a yeah yeah so and this isn't the only storm ever that's been this no, devastating so. exactly yeah so i've got a few things um on power outages uh, some statistics and some things to think about as we move on with this so in 2016 the average time that an outage lasted in the united states varied between 27 minutes and 6 hours so those are obviously short-term power outages, but even six hours is a long time, especially if it's cold or like really, really hot, right? So if and you're in always Ar- when it happens. Yeah. So if you're in Arizona and it's 115 degrees yeah. and you don't have air conditioning for six hours, yeah. I mean, I'm just committing suicide at that I point, probably. Too. But or if you're, you know, you're in Montana in the middle of winter, at least freezing to death, probably a little more comfortable than cooking. Oh yeah, for sure. Dehydrating yeah. in your hundred percent. 100%. Was it was it just this last year that Ogden had that big powder outage for yeah, like it five was. days or something? I think so, yeah. Anyway. It happens, man. When natural disasters were the cause of the outage, the average time increased to 20 hours. So That's you're basically looking jump. at a full day. Yeah. Some Puerto Ricans waited up to 11 months for the power to be restored after Hurricane Maria. That's a freaking year. Just take you back. Yeah, dude. 50 years. Uh-huh. In 2017, 36.7 million U.S. Americans were affected by a power outage. That's a lot of us. For the past three consecutive years, California reported having the most amount of outages, followed by Texas, New York, and Ohio. Um, A report by Briggs & Stratton concluded that the largest cost families face in relation to blackouts is property damage, which comes to an average of just under $2,000. So um, it's something that... You know, power outages, you just got to be ready for them. You have to be prepared. And there's some, like, really very simple things you can do to get prepared for them. We're going to talk about those today. And the nice thing is, this is we talk about this a lot, too. Um, preparing for a power outage gets you prepared for a lot of different things. It does. You know? It's crazy there's how so much, much crossover. we rely on the power system. And that's, <laughs> that, that's why Texas was just a perfect example of a yes. nightmare from power failure. Exactly. Speaking yeah. of nightmares, oh my gosh, I know COVID nineteen is quite a nightmare. Yeah, I don't like it. Another issue that's been brought on by COVID nineteen is our heavy use of tech, going online, FaceTime, all that crap. When we have power, when we have power, mm-hmm. but the cyber crime has like shot through the roof during the pandemic. Yeah, it's easy for your information. Click on the wrong link. Click on some dirty pictures on the side. Yeah. And it just takes you to a site, and all your information can be stolen just like that. But you can go online and be safe. Mm-hmm. And the way to do that is to use a virtual private network by Surfshark. And only by Surfshark because they're the best. They're the only one you should be using. They really are because it's affordable, mm-hmm. for one. Yeah. It also will allow you to access, like, Netflix in the U.K. when you're sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. It also will... You can pay and have them track your email. If it ever gets compromised, a password or whatever, they will email you and tell you, guess what? It's compromised. Plus, they have the coolest name. They do. You know what I mean? Surf Shark. Yeah, how cool is that? And they really are the best deal out there. So for $2.21 a month, if you break it down, you can pay just less than $60, for 27 months of coverage. And the nice thing is it covers all your devices. You don't have a limit of like three devices with their subscription. It covers everything that goes online. Um, Unlimited access, 24-7 support. And the best part of all of it is that you can try it for 30 days. If you don't feel like you use it enough, then Mm -hmm. you just get your money back. Yeah, for sure. Go to Surfshark, 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 Mm -hmm. Surfshark.deals slash casual preppers. (laughs) 
seriously, go get them. It's super easy. It's like the cleanest app out there too. Yeah. All you do, just click connect to wherever you want the server to be. And no one knows where you're at. Yeah, good luck finding you after <laughs> yeah. that. You know what I mean? There's you just a... disappear. Yeah, exactly. There is a link in the show notes, so go click it and get there. So Cam and I wanted to talk about what are some of the things that you can do right now to prepare for a blackout, for a power outage, whether it be short-term or long-term or medium-term, all the terms. Um, yeah. We're going to look at that right now. And the first thing that that I always come back to, and I, I'm, I'm a super stickler on this, is the family emergency plan. Because... It just, it's a great starting point for anything that might happen. You know, is it a blackout and your kids are at school and, you know, the roads are down or whatever it is? What do you do? Okay. So that's why this is a huge deal. Just don't wait for your government, like your your county and stuff, to tell you when to prepare. Like, you (laughs) know what I mean? 40 seconds. Yeah. They they give you a brief little message. There's a big storm coming. Could be bad. Yeah. And in tonight's news. Yeah. So, anyway. Exactly. So, um, start with the family emergency plan. I think it's the best place to start for any disaster. Yeah. For any situation you're trying to prepare for. Just get one. I really like the one from redcross.org, but you can get them from anywhere. There's a whole bunch of different places to get them. So, start there. Especially important when with kids, like you said. I did, yeah, I think especially with kids, yeah. Um, so... Obviously, food and water is delicious. It, I love know, both of them. Gets me full and hydrated, <laughs> and I'm happy. I get all my nutrients from it almost yeah. always. I just ordered 25 year food and water. I don't even ask what it is. Yeah, just food and water. How long does it last? <laughs> what does it taste like? Send I don't it over. Care food and water. Yeah, that's why I get all my food from McDonald's. Um, <laughs> it did. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you know? not a bad idea. Yeah, they do have a new chicken sandwich apparently. Um, I'll have to try it. Anyways. So a lot of the issues that Cam was talking about that happened in Texas um, revolved around food and water. That was that was a bunch of it because the grocery stores, there was pileups on every road, apparently. Yeah. Like you couldn't get through them, and so that means that the food's not getting to the grocery store. That means um, that the water, like Cam talked about, was either on a boil order, most of it, or you just weren't getting it, or it was spraying out the bottom of your house. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it And freezing as it did that. Yeah. So these were two huge things, and these are two huge things for every single disaster that we've ever talked about in our entire lives. Yeah. I mean, we've had, I don't know how Fortunately, you always need these things, and it's an easy one to focus on. Exactly, yeah. So let's start with food and water. Um, and a really good place, I think, to start, a lot of people don't like them, but I do like FEMA. I think their recommendations are basic, but I do too. But it's a really good place to start. You know what I mean? So they recommend three days of food and water for you and your entire family. I mean, if you can get three days, you're you're so much further ahead than 90% of Americans that, you know, well done. Yeah. So start with that. FEMA was even at, like, they even had them. They brought them did in they? during Texas. I'm sure they did, yeah. To help. So food with food, FEMA says, store at least a three-day supply of non-perishable food. And, you know, that means, like, not just, like, a three-day supply of bananas because you can't do that. Bananas last about 14 right. minutes. So non-perishable food, stuff that's going to last And this a is literally what I figure most people had was, like, just, I, yeah. just perishable food and yep. not even enough of it. Yeah. 100%. And so they get that three days and then they were screwed. Yeah. So choose foods that your family will eat, obviously. Um, I don't know why you would go out and buy stuff your family wouldn't eat, especially if it's like pantry food. Like, why would you go buy Yeah, that pantry food, I don't know why you would. It's non-perishable. I mean, this is what they're talking about. They're not talking about long-term food storage. They're talking about just non-perishable food that you keep in your house. Yeah. So choose foods that your family will eat, obvious. If you're going out to specifically buy stuff for food storage, what is stuff that you eat 
that um, will last, you know, a year or two. Right. Pasta, stuff like that that's really easy. Beans, rice. Everybody eats that stuff, probably. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but if it is, get that type of stuff. Um, also, remember any special dietary needs. Everybody's allergic and afraid of peanuts and gluten and MSG. MSG. So it's horrible. Kills everyone. So don't. Salt. If that's a thing, then then think about it, okay? Yeah. Avoid foods that make you thirsty. That's what FEMA says. You don't want to get Makes more sense. thirsty in that situation. So no pretzels. Pop. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. Pop is <laughs> it quenches every thirst I've I ever love had. It. <laughs> not the greatest rehydrator. No, it's not. But um, so your frozen food. This but it's is not what, like don't you don't have to get like yeah. That was the one thing in the pandemic that I was like, mm. I was like, man, all the all the good stuffs like getting wiped out. <laughs> all I the want good some, stuff. I want some snacks. <laughs> Where's the good stuff? Where's the snacks? <laughs> Guys, where's that? I remember good? paying like. Five it was like six bucks for four cans of the that little Italian soda. Oh yeah, so it's like oh, I need some good stuff. Yeah, exactly. All the yep. regular cheap crap was mm-hmm. gone. So your frozen food in your freezer is probably going to stay good for at least twenty four hours if the power goes out. Right. But that is a it's if you're in a <clears throat> Texas, at least you have a way to back yeah. up freezer stuff. Exactly. But um, that 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 is varies depending on how often you open that thing i mean yeah. if it's in my house my kids are, have it open 24 7 uh, i mean i'm just paying really to cool the whole entire kitchen because <laughs> it's just always open it's true um so keep the door shut as much as possible um and also the fuller that your freezer is the longer yeah. it's going to stay frozen and good and so the less power usage and yeah so the more stuff you put in there the better off you are so just get that get it stocked up man you know fill that sucker up um a thing that a lot of people suggest to do is at the bottom of your freezer, if you have, like, you know, the big chest freezers, um, get a bunch of bottles of water, like jugs of water. Fill them almost to the top, not all the way. Freeze them, put them in the bottom. That will help keep it cooler for longer, and then when it does uh, thaw like out, ice box. you have water. It's you know, true. you have a bunch of clean water. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. So I have a hard that. enough time fitting all the food in there. I can't. Mine's so full, So dude. I can't put any water in I can't in either. Yeah, mine, both that, of mine. But it's a good idea. It is a good idea. Um, the fridge is a different story. It's going to stay cold for at least four hours. I mean, I would think it's probably going to be more than that if you are opening it constantly, but that's kind of like the basic, um, outline that they say, um, make sure that you have, and that you store food that doesn't need to be cooked because again, a lot of these people were having issues trying to cook because there was no power or there was no natural gas, or they were trying to like start a fire on their front yard or i don't know what they were doing but they were killing themselves under their bed under their bed it's gonna be warm at night yeah, i'm gonna have to stay under it i'm gonna put it under the covers <laughs> put the sheet over the, the fire smoke stuff yeah just keeps me warm that's just how i do it but um, they, we've, we've talked about that too with the fridge thing it's like that's the first place that you should be eating the food out of exactly like cooking and preparing that because you don't know yeah. how long you're gonna have the ability to you have keep some t-bones down in the meat drawer cook them Cook them now. Yep. That, that, that's the time. The power goes out. Go get it done. Also, think of some alternate ways to cook to prepare some of this food. That, uh, like upside down. Yeah. Maybe just laying on your back. Maybe not looking at it. Just yeah. Just for the pans behind you. Maybe back. just put some sunglasses on and a funny hat. <laughs> I don't know. Just be <laughs> real different. <laughs> different about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about. I don't know how this helps, but it's recommended. <laughs> recommended. That's just what Cam and Kobe said to do. I don't know. Uh, um, but I mean, you know, make me. I'm with cooking a bowl of cereal. 
I'm doing it different. I'm going to boil the milk and then put it in the cereal. <laughs> I'm going to eat it with a fork. So, I don't know when they told us to do this. I'm talking about like maybe have a camp stove or something that you can cook with yeah. and cook in a place where you're not going to kill yourself with the with the poisoning and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Some people, that's a risk just normally cooking. Yeah, I know, yeah. Or like the barracook things. Barracook? I don't know. How, isn't that how they're barracook? I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Barracook. 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 <laughs> so those are the ones that have like the little packets Steam that you packs. put in water. And, yeah. So I haven't decided on the, like, don't get me wrong, they're awesome and they work really well, but mm-hmm. those packs, when they get older, like, they don't go off. They don't work. Like, it does. they do, but you, they're unpredictable. Like, <laughs> I, I threw so. one, we were out last spring and I put one in the water and it yeah. was like, I was like, man, they must be too old. And I was like shaking it up. And we went over and we were just like messing around by the river and all of a sudden it's all... Started, I was like, whoa, what the... <laughs> so they're a little unpredictable, but yeah. they usually go off. Yeah, they usually. But you can cook them. They're not going to poison you with carbon monoxide. Exactly. Or, you know, have a way to get uh, like a fire in your backyard or a solar oven. Maybe have MREs. You know what I mean? Just think about alternate ways or food that doesn't have to be cooked, right? So just be thinking about that. Pez. Um, to me, yeah. To me, the best way to do this is to just stock up on non-perishables and your pantry and your frozen food. Yeah. And and get more of the stuff that you're always eating um, and cycle it in and out. That's To me, that's the number one thing you should be doing to prepare for food. The long-term food storage stuff is great, but in 99% of any situation we're going to get into, you're going to use this food, not that food. Yeah. Right? And that food doesn't taste very good either. No, not really. So it's kind of a last... <laughs> yeah. That's like last ditch effort. That's that's like EMP long term. Yeah, everybody's dead except for me and you know four people. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> th- yeah, the short term, like the six hour power outage, is not the time to break into your long term food storage. <laughs> just eat you know, it all. Just like sucking out of your big all. blue barrel <laughs> of water. You know oh, what I mean? We're all gonna die. <laughs> I'm way ahead of the game. Apocalypse. <laughs> You know you what just I mean? Empty them out, and it's day two. I'm <laughs> yeah. oh, pissed. Still had running water. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, just think about that. Um, so then you get to the the water specifically, and what FEMA says. This is probably the most important thing to be thinking about. It says to store at least one gallon of water per day per person for several days, up to the three days, like they said. And this is for drinking, and it's for sanitation. Because you got to remember, if there's no water, you have to have water for sanitation purposes as yep. well. Um, a normally active person needs about three quarters of a gallon a day of fluid from water and other beverages. So what other beverages doesn't I mean, <laughs> like hamster doesn't and gets <laughs> enough juice from the grapes, like the spam juice, <laughs> whatever you got to do. Enough lettuce, you get enough. It's true though. You really can hydrate with fruit. Yeah. Um, it's science. <laughs> Cameron, <laughs> no, I, it's science. Yep, um, but, but it's true. Those needs um, are gonna be very depending on age. <laughs> watermelon, watermelon. Yeah, you get plenty of really water. You do. Yeah, I've been like, I'll eat a few slices <laughs> in the evening, and then I wake up in the middle of the night, so I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, bladder so full, bladder about to just blow up. Yeah, I only mean, ate like. Ten. F that watermelon. <laughs> watermelon. Watermelon. Yeah. So um, children, nursing mothers, and sick people might need, need more Need to be water. put down. Yeah. Before it happens, <laughs> if the power might go out, get rid of them. <laughs> okay? The lights are flickering. Uh, it's time for you guys to leave. Uh, hit the road. All right? 
<laughs> I ain't gonna deal with this. I can't. I can't use too much water. I'm too stressed out right now. I already ate all the damn watermelon. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Uh, um, a medical emergency might require additional water. Yeah, it could. Depending- <laughs> Depending on the emergency. Dehydration. Yeah, that's one that specifically really <laughs> needs won't some more water. They won't specify, but that's Yeah. It. But if you have to clean wounds, you yeah. know, if you have a baby, I know they Your need water hot breaks, water and you sheets. You lose a ton of water. Yeah. If you have a baby, you always need hot water and sheets. Yeah. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah. You know? So there, that's a thing that you got to worry about. Um, I don't know if like a stroke or cancer or something comes up. In a, you a, water some, boredom. them. water boredom. He's having a stroke. Let's waterboard him. <laughs> this is not medical that advice. That looks like the nerve system's still working. He's coughing and spitting. Well done, mm. Paul. That's just kind you of an interesting way to put it. Medical emergency might need <laughs> more water. It's true, though. It is true. Um, if you live you in a warm pills and stuff. <laughs> yeah, some pills suck yeah. to swallow. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good at swallowing pills. I've not figured that out. I'm horrible at it. Big ones, I'm I like, not good at dude, it. Dude, I'll put them in my mouth and swallow, and they get stuck, and I have to spit them yeah. out. And then they taste like, you know. My brother's like that. I don't get it. I think his death is going to come by, like, an ibuprofen that he yeah. swallows just a little. 800 miggy. Yeah. He's going to get stuck in his esophagus. That one done. is big. It is, man. It's like a horse pill. Yeah. Anyways, um, warm weather climate, you're going to need more water because it's hot. Yeah. And you lose water from your skin hiccups, when it's hot. Hiccups are an emergency. <laughs> hiccups. You need a lot of water for that. You got to drink it upside down and get scared. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that how you just get rid of hiccups? No, the, the rule book for <laughs> hiccup removal. It's like the most superstitious <laughs> medical <laughs> advice ever given. <laughs> Because nobody knows what to do. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think you sniff gunpowder <laughs> and run around the house twice. Yeah, take three laps around the hospital <laughs> and then two 15 yes. sit-ups. It's like there's one dedicated book for hiccup treatment. <laughs> yeah. It's just a bunch of nonsense. It is, too. Like um, eating a whole... Eat a half a bag of sugar, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then hold your breath for 25 minutes. Slap your stepsister and wear your undies backwards. And, and then and then run down the street um, yelling hippie hi oh and then you'll get rid of them. Wear your underwear backwards. Yeah. You got to get rid of them somehow. I, there's no way to get rid of them. No. It just happens. You just got to deal with it. Somebody's got to figure it out someday. Yep. All right, the right. doctor who figures that out is going to be a damn millionaire. I know. I'm bound and determined. All my time and efforts going into studying hiccup. I know. We're worried about cancer and shit. Let's figure out hiccups. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a two-year-old, and like right as we're putting to bed, he's like, <laughs> hiccup. I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, no. it's going to take all night. I know. You're like scaring, the sh- trying to scare it out yeah. of him. Yeah, my one son got him one night. He's uh, seven. Yeah. And I was like, I'll turn upside down. <laughs> like I told you that, didn't I? No. And I got him, I got him by his ankles, and I was like bouncing him, and he's all, <laughs> threw up everywhere. <laughs> So uh, that failed. He didn't hiccup after that. <laughs> so yeah, it was like kind of when you're in that irritated mode, and you're like, here, just. And I was like, drink some water. And he you're drank a you're... bunch of water, and then I was like, here, I'll turn you upside down. And I grabbed him and shook him, and he threw all the water up. And you're in the irritated mode. Yeah, bad. You ever been bad so irritated? You tipped your kid upside down and shook him till he threw up. Yeah, that's I wasn't what I did. abusing him. <laughs> Kind of sounds like but it. But I was like, oh, man, turn you hilarious. upside down. He's like, well, how do I turn upside down? So I grabbed him by his legs and <laughs> lifted doctor, him up. I'm a doctor, shut up. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he threw up all over the this floor. This is I not medical it. advice. No, and don't turn way. me in for abuse because <laughs> all I did is turn him upside down with a belly full of water. Yeah, it happens to all of us. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Oh, okay, yeah. Where were we? I don't know. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, never ration drinking water unless ordered to do so by authorities. So, like, unless there's a huge reason to be doing it, don't ration your water. You got to keep hydrated. It's, like, the number one thing you got to do. Yeah. Okay? Um, drink water that you know is not contaminated first. Don't, <laughs> it's like, don't do, like, the thing I, I do. delete it? Or uh, dilute it? <laughs> delete it. <laughs> I'm deleting delete this it. water. <laughs> Contaminated, delete simulation. Could you please delete <laughs> yeah. contaminated water? It's like it's like when I um, when I'm eating dinner. Sometimes I'll eat the stuff I don't like first, so I can end with the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, don't I do that, that with your contaminated water. It's like no. I'm gonna drink the stuff with the things swimming in it first. Get that gone. <laughs> then dilute it with the good. Then water. I'll do the good water. Don't yeah, do that. No, not a good idea. Do not drink carbonated or caffeinated beverages instead of drinking water. Um, See, I kind of brought that up. I know it's just. I don't know. Unless it's bubbly water. Everything I drink is carbonated. Yeah. <laughs> I Water's drink bubbly pretty boring. Water. It is. It's you gotta figure out it's something. Not popular anymore. No. <laughs> popular. <laughs> um, right after a power outage, fill up some containers of water while you still have running water. Okay, this is a really good idea. Like a water bob. John Water Bob. John Water Robert. <laughs> water Robert. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Water Those, Bob is uh... what friends call him. <laughs> Water rubber. Yeah. Yeah. I just like cracked mine out the other I didn't fill it up, but I was like <laughs> just seeing how convenient it'd be because the little uh tub head, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to get anything Is on it? that because it's all fancy looking. Ah. Uh, I don't have a fancy house. I'm not trying to sound like a fancy. <laughs> but you know, the all... gold plated platinum <laughs> tub head does not have the correct screwer for my water rubber. The tusk from an African <laughs> my elephant my rhino spout was not spout. working. Yeah. No, they just don't. There's not a good way to like attach. Can't yeah. even fill a water balloon up in half the faucets nowadays. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, anyway. What's this world come to? <laughs> Try it out. Damn, Joe Biden. Check out your water bob spout. Water attachment. Robert. <laughs> um, make sure you have uh, at least a personal filtration device, like a Sawyer Mini. Yeah. Because, again, if you can't boil, at least you can suck. <laughs> I like it. All right. Sawyer should pick that one up. They should. Yeah. Or something. And if you have a well, um, well done. But also <laughs> make sure you have backup power or a hand pump to get that water out if 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 the power goes out. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And that was one thing I bought along with my big blue uh, water reservoir. Yeah. Because yeah. that's gonna be sucky getting that out of there. Be dipping get your fingers sucky. in there. <laughs> um, another thing, obviously, when the power goes out, you want emergency power system. You want power. Something you want to be able to steal energize. Some different thing. Mm, mm-hmm. um, so what options are there out there for uh, reusable power sure. or uh, immediate power? I really like anything solar because yeah. when the sun blows up everything, you're going to die. Yeah. So if the sun's still there, you still charge devices off from it. So I really think you should invest in some, some solar gear. Go get one. Yeah. Um, bunch of different uh like 200 500 watt hour uh battery packs mm-hmm. i have the uh rock pals it's a like a 330 watt mm-hmm. battery pack i use it all the time especially sure. when i go camping like it's just super convenient because it has an outlet on it mm-hmm. and then it has usb ports and it has the dc port so these How about the marvel port <laughs> yeah <laughs> ethernet <laughs> port um but yeah they uh 
they give you about like I can run lights and a fan off from one almost all night long. Yeah. And so yeah, fan uh, is not useful when you're camping. It's kind of stupid. But having sure. one in the middle of summer when your power's out, be that's great. Like the worst experience I've ever gone through is having. It was like a rainstorm. Power went out. Super hot, and I like I was the most miserable that night ever. Yeah. You need something to give you like a little air and some light. Um, but those little backup powers, they've come down quite a bit in price. You can get a good one for like a hundred and ninety nine bucks or something. For sure. I mean, two hundred so overpriced. Like BioLite has a bunch of stuff too, like the camp stove, oh, which you can take in your Bio backyard. Light is useful. Yeah, in the in the solar home six twenty. Yeah. That thing is, I mean, one of the best things I think I've got in my preps. It's yeah. so, I mean, yep. If the power goes I use out. it in my shed. Yeah, even for an extended day. period of time, I can put the panel up on my roof and light my the entire upstairs of my house almost Yeah, with that one Yeah, because the cords are like 7,000 yeah. miles long. They're super long, so it's it's pretty awesome. But yeah, so uh, yeah, look into BioLite if you're looking for solar power stuff. Yeah. But Jackery, Goal Zero, Rock Pals, mm-hmm. all of them. Um, Amazon has tons of options. Yeah, there's a million. But these uh, specific battery packs, you can attach like a 2, 20, or 30-watt uh, solar panel to them, yeah. and it'll just charge outside when you're not using them during the day and stuff. Um I also like to have a bunch of little battery backups, you know, for your phone. Like oh, yeah. you can get a 12,000 milliamp one for 20 bucks. Yeah, they're cheap. And man. you can charge like four phones on it and two iPads. So you can just kind of keep the time-killing devices, mm. you know, working. Especially of the chillins. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely want it for that. Yeah. Um so those are good. They're cheap. You can get a lot of different ones. And I we've showed you the, uh, uh, is it the Frog & Co. or whatever? Uh, survival Frog. Survival Frog. That thing's awesome. Yeah, because it's got a wireless charge on one side. It folds out. It has a solar panel on it. Or mm-hmm. you can charge it other ways. And then it has your USB ports. So there's a lot of cool solar energy stuff out there. I would recommend getting a few different types. Yeah, for sure. As for a regular generator, definitely going to get more... Uh, power output i think mine that i have is like a 3200 watt yeah you're not going to run your hvac system on it um or sometimes some refrigerators or even stove tops are going to take a uh a high wattage to start and everything Mm -hmm. like that but you can go online and, and and google you know common wattage for household items and it'll give you a breakdown of how much power you need yeah Obviously, I'd love to go and get one of those systems that are diesel that just power your whole house as if the power wasn't ever off. Yep, exactly. But most can't afford that. It's like $6,000 or more, probably 12000 But you can get a 10,000 watt. I would. My recommendation is to really shoot for something that's between probably, if you want to power enough devices to make your life convenient, I'd shoot for like 4,000 watt. 4,000? Yeah, because I've looked at most things like refrigerators and... Other microwaves, things that you're going to use to make your life way more convenient, you're going to need at least that. Okay. So that's a good one. Anyways, um, and then they have the dual fuel options. You can get one that will run on propane, yeah. protein, Ooh. and and then gasoline. Yeah. Um, they even have diesel ones, and you can daisy chain them if you're rich and can afford a Honda. Yeah. You can just daisy mm-hmm. chain them, and give yourself more power. But um, look into a good pro uh good protein. Look into a good generator. Good quality, and I would aim for at least like four thousand watts. Sweet. If you can get one, who cares? Just get it. But um, 
if you're if you're wanting to to buy one that's affordable, I I shoot around that range. Um, the other thing is your car is a generator. Yeah, you can use that gas motor, and you should have over half a tank in it. I actually saw that um, there was a couple of articles that came out with some of these hybrid new 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 hybrid trucks. Yeah, like people were like running their whole house off of those hybrid trucks. That's true. Those new ones have, and like. The newer vehicles have just a regular inverter built in. Yeah, this built in. My truck's got one, and it's nice to have, man. Yeah, but yeah, those hybrid trucks, obviously with those bigger batteries, they said like literally they were running a bunch of stuff. Off That's of awesome. Those from their they house. probably do have a high wattage. Yeah, but you can go like Harbor Freight has inverters. You can get one that that's like. You know, fifteen hundred watts up to mm-hmm. like three thousand watt inverter that you just plug into your cigarette. Yeah, port or you just put it right to the battery. You know, mm-hmm. it has little jumper cable things, and you're only spending like fifty to eighty bucks on a good one. Yeah, those and are then nice. you just plug in all kinds of stuff to that. So, mm-hmm. um, one other thing that's really nice we talked about this before, and like American blackout type mm-hmm. of stuff is is to make a specific blackout kit. And I do have a Tupperware bin under my bed that has a lot Ooh. of this stuff in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so what's a blackout kit? It's basically um, a kit that's immediately accessible for when the power goes out. You're not searching around, digging around out in your trailer for lights and yeah. flashlights and all that stuff. That's the hard part. That's the thing. Like, the power goes out, even if it's in the middle of the night, you're like, oh, crap. Seems like it always happens yeah, in the middle where, of the night. Yeah, where do I go? Where's my stuff? How do I see what's going New on? New moon. Yeah. Middle of winter. Exactly. Nighttime, mm-hmm. power's going to go out. 100%. Guaranteed. So in in these, you know, it can be in a bag or a Tupperware bin, something that your family knows where it's at. Mm-hmm. I have mine under, like, directly under my bed. Um, but it's not a bad idea to get little kits even in your kid's room that have some of these things. Yeah. So some of the items that you can put in here, <clears throat> flashlights, obviously. Make sure they're charged. Make sure there's extra batteries for those. Um, candles. Simple power or simple lighting, and you don't yeah. have to have anything but a candle and some Something matches a and a lighter. And now you have those in there as well. Headlamps. Plus, it can burn down your house. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so you want you want to light up the neighborhood for everybody? That'll work. Start your whole house on fire. Do it. That's really nice mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. Glow sticks, <laughs> super cheap, and um, kids have fun with them. Even if you're, you know. Even if you're doing it for lighting reasons, it's yeah. something entertaining. It was great for raves, too. Like, if you're just like the blackout starts, <laughs> yeah. put yeah. on some techno. Tape them to you so it looks like a skeleton walking around exactly. in your neighborhood. Freaking cool. They're awesome. And then if you buy it into them, it looks like you're bleeding oh, yeah. radioactive all fluid. Over you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, headlamps are, like, Dude. essential. Throw essential. one in there. Mm. Put it on your head. Yeah. You got your hands free. You can punch, kick, play yeah. video games. Yeah, Slap run. kids. Pull them out. Pull them upside down. Stop hiccups. Throw up. Yeah, it's so great. But there's a lot of different headlamps out there. They don't cost anything. Mm-hmm. Throwing one in there, even if it's still in the plastic wrap. Yeah. You know, it's freaking as long as you there. have a headlamp. Or a hat that has the little LED lights on it. For sure. I have one of those too. Um, but you do want to get some batteries in there. And this is a good place to put one of those portable backup battery packs mm-hmm. for your phone, for your you can charge a lot of the flashlights now, like the uh um what are the ones we just got? The Portland uh, coastal Portland, coastal ones. Portland yeah. ones. They have like they're awesome. They twist out and they have a USB jack. They yep. even have USB C ports on them. Yeah, they're awesome. And they're they have these big rechargeable batteries inside and them. And they're pretty inexpensive for how nice they, they are. They are. I put the little lantern one in my blackout box because nice. it has 
an emergency flashing red. Yeah. You know, if you're somebody's hurt at home and, and you're yeah. kind of wanting anybody to come help, you just stick that on your porch and then hookers and stuff will show up. Red light district, baby. <laughs> um, the other thing is um, something for entertainment. Mm. Throw a pack of cards in there, pack of cigarettes, maybe <laughs> whatever yeah. you want to have fun with. Pack of condoms. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Uh, good place to put a little crank radio. Oh, yeah, you for probably sure. have one in your bug out bag, but I would assume if you're a prepper, you probably have a few crank radios. I actually radios. don't have a crank radio in my bug out bag. It's too big. It is too big. I don't like putting it in there. Um, But, yeah, they have little portable ham radios and stuff that you could even throw in there, whatever you want. But something to kind of get the ability to listen to the weather report and, mm-hmm. you know, news. Um, You could probably even throw some snacks in there. Uh, you know anything, but for, for sure, the, most of, for the most part, it's something to be able to quickly get to some flashlights, have power and energy, and um, something to do. <laughs> for sure, yeah, that's a great get a blackout kit. It's a really good idea. Yeah, they're totally worth it. So a problem, especially a lot of these people had down in in Texas, is if it's cold and the power's out, how do you stay warm? Um, obviously, the number one thing to do is make sure you have extra blankets at your house. If the power's out during the winter, it gets very very cold. You can obviously just throw those on top of you if it's freezing and you won't die, right? Just the more you have, the warmer you are. Yeah. It's it's a really simple process. It's science when it comes down to it. Um, I have a hard time throwing blankets away. Like I do too. I, I never don't throw use away. blankets much. I do all the time. Well, bed every night. <laughs> but you know, like on the couch yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But and my wife's not a blanket person. But oh, my wife is. She's always like, "What do we do?" With them? I'm like, "Throw them in the trailer." Like, yeah. They're. They can, you can make rooms, you can make forts. Yeah. You can keep yourself warm. For sure. Make out underneath them. There's a lot of things you can do with them. So, and that's the thing. And then also those blankets, you can put them up into the windows to keep keep it warmer there. You can put them over doors to keep it warmer. Because a lot of times you may have to actually cordon off one room to kind of stay in if it's that cold. And so you can use all those blankets. Yeah. Dead bodies, live bodies, almost dead bodies. There's a lot of things you can do with those. Mm -hmm. Um, Put up a tent inside if you need to, because yeah. that actually it's another way to keep more heat in. So get down Still to one, one room, room off and... yeah, get down to one room. Put up a tent in that room to sleep in. It's just just more body layers. temperature yeah. in there is gonna like exactly. warm the room up. Yep. Um, Cam, so your hot breath, yes, <clears throat> on the back of each other's mm-hmm. necks. Cam says sex is a great uh, thing to keep <laughs> warm. Um, it's great for entertainment and heat exchange slash production. If you're in the same room and you have kids, not a good idea. It's not great. That's super weird. No, it's it's awkward, but you can get through it. Um, <laughs> and the next thing is propane heaters. I have the Mr. Buddy heater. I love that Protein. Sucker. Uh, protein heaters. Um, <clears throat> it's indoor safe. It can run on the smaller little propane bottles like for cooking the Coleman stove stuff. Yeah. But you can also get the hookups for like your big, bigger ones for that you cook outside within your barbecue. Yeah. I just bought one from Lowe's. A, nice. Uh, it's not a buddy, but it's one of those big like mm-hmm. garage heaters that oh, can be used ones, yeah. indoor. Mm-hmm. But it needs a hundred pound propane tank. Mm-hmm. I was like, piss. Yeah. But that, I found out somebody had said like I I bought one from Amazon. That's kind of like a just a cylinder that mm-hmm. it burns through fuel like crazy. Does it? Like it only lasts like two hours. So, mm-hmm. anyways, you got to. You got to look at that. You want those ones with the little catalytic thing on there. Yes. Because they just burn forever and barely use any fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if you have a wood-burning stove, that's a great option yeah, to keep warm. It's, it's like the ultimate. Um, layer on some clothing. Just keep on putting on more stuff, bro. Just wear all your stuff. <clears throat> you got a whole closet of clothes. Put them to that's use. That's for sure. <laughs> it's cold. Um, hand warmers, too. I mean, I've got those all over the place. Um, I rarely use them, but at one point, at some point, you might use yeah. them. 
but hand warmers, man. Um, candles can actually. That's what, like, <clears throat> I mean, not to be insensitive to, like, that kid that froze to death in his bed. I'm yeah. like, come on, though. Do something. There's so many different things. Like, yeah. have him wear all of his clothes to bed. Exactly. I don't know. But I don't know either. There's things to do, and Kobe's telling you. Yes. And I interrupted him. No, you're fine. Um, actually, a few candles in a small room can put off more heat than you actually think it can. Um, just obviously be very, very careful in those situations. Yeah, okay? lots of fires, but yeah, they do. <clears throat> hot chocolate or hot Love coffee, hot, mm-hmm. hot toddy, all those things. Those are great. <laughs> yeah. So those are some th- some things you can think about to keep warm when the power goes out. Yeah. Um, another complication is you're going to be in either extremes of hot or cold. You're yeah. going to get sick or can get sick. Mm-hmm. And so you want to have, first of all, your prescription medicines ahead of time like you want yeah. to have 90 day supply and hopefully you're not waiting to the last minute uh, some of them you have to yeah you can't get them refilled too soon but um for the most part uh make sure your prescription medicines are lined out and you have a plan for if you don't you can't get them and what alternatives you know we've talked about having a book to go over different meds that you could find i'm not mm-hmm. saying you should ever take medicine from somebody else but yep. in worst case scenario you know, your neighbor has some atenolol and you take propranolol. Like, if you, you know the difference, you can figure it out. Yeah. Again, that's not medical advice. Um, and then the other thing is, if you have a reversible disease, then reverse it. <laughs> Come on. Like, let's figure it work out. work on things so you don't have to be dependent upon medications and seeing your doctor monthly. Like, yeah. do what you can. There are some things you can't avoid, but a lot of things you can. And the number one thing is don't eat, like, a garbage person, and then also like a garbage man. Don't eat him. No, not. I mean, just like a horrible human being eats or yeah. something. But and also Most just do some sort of exercise. Yeah, the, those two things right there. It makes a. It really. It's does. a large difference. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, and stock up on those everyday meds. Yeah, you know, for Pepto, sure. Pepto tabs, cheap Pepto, uh, different kinds of Pepto. Dude, I could drink Pepto all day I love long. it. I'm the same oh way. Oh, my gosh. Like, I don't ever use the little cup thing. I'm, I'm like, just I'll chug swig, it. and I'm like, that's probably <laughs> yeah. a tablespoon, maybe to measure. I oh, probably man. drink, like, two ounces it of it when so I don't realize good. it. Remember it they used to make candy that kind of tasted yeah. like that? They still make them. Do they? The little pink lozenges. Yeah. yeah. But I want, like, I want to drink it. <laughs> that's the problem. Probably I want boil it. Boil it. You probably could. <laughs> melt them down. Oh, there's, it's so good. I do, too. I, yeah. I would. I love it. Mm. Um, have you ever looked at bismuth? It's all like uh-huh. freaky, shiny. Looks like it's from an alien planet. Really? So Maybe it's it like is. super weird. I know. I haven't actually looked at it. Um, the uh, but yeah, stock up on those everyday meds: ibuprofen, mm. Tylenol. It's all available now, and that stuff cleaned off the shelves oh, yeah. when the pandemic hit. For sure, people just bought it all up. So yeah. get it now. Another thing that's going to be hard is staying entertained, and especially if you have kids, you got to keep them busy with something yeah because uh, it's cool to have a power outage for about 20 minutes <laughs> and then after that 20 true. minutes it's like well, can we watch the show now yeah you can't <laughs> yeah. you can't watch the they're show opening now. the fridge a million yeah. times just no. like, get out of there so you have to have something for them to do um obviously it's weird if you like being in a power outage mm-hmm. you forget like immediately oh yeah you go and click the light switch you're like what am i doing <laughs> and you do it over and over like you just keep yeah. doing it we're so dumb we're not very smart people. No, creatures, so dependent sure. on it. Yeah. But books are always great. Um, if you have, you know, some sort of light, you can at least read a book. Yeah. Um, board games, card games, those things, coloring stuff for the kids. I mean, that's a lifesaver. Puzzles. 
Um, there's just make sure that you have a backup plan to keep people entertained if it's a 24-hour, yeah. 48-hour power outage. Boy, it's going to be some long hours yeah. if you don't have something to keep, do. Keep them away from worrying. Exactly. Like, just occupy them, and yeah. then you can stress yourself you out. You can figure that out. Another thing that becomes an issue, and in, in, it's a, an issue in a lot of situations, is having cash. When there's no power. It's an issue for me all the time. It, 100%. I go to lunch. I don't have any cash. We have, like, a theater here that's cash, uh, and I'm always like, piss. I know. Can't it, go. We ain't going on a date, honey. That's how backwards the place is that we live. You yeah. can't go to the theater without cash because yeah. they don't take debit cards. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you don't have power, your debit cards, your credit cards, you're not going to be able to use them anymore. They're just useless. Your huge bank account is yeah. useless. Yeah, if you or your little bank account is useless. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, so keep cash on hand and have it in several places. Have it ready. We've talked about this. Have it in all your kits, your EDC kit, your bug out bag, your get home bags. Have some in your vehicle. Have some at the house. Have some on your on in your wallet all the time. Um, because in a situation like this, you're going to be super happy that you had some extra cash, right? Um, moving on from cash, sanitation. We've talked about this in the water portion, but um, what if you ran out of toilet paper? What if you ran out of soap or or toothpaste or deodorant Ugh. in these situations? you got to be ready for that. So just have some extra stuff on hand in case you can't go to the store. In this it's all at the store right now. Yeah, it's Don't there now. It. You can have order it online. Extra. Or, you know, when you buy, buy the bulk stuff so you have a whole bunch on hand, you know, all the time. Um, also, if the toilets stop running, it becomes an issue with pooping and stuff. Yeah. So know what to do in those situations, yeah. right? <clears throat> so either have a bucket and, and a way to have some extra water to pour into there so it'll flush um, or know where to go dig a cat hole. Yeah. I mean, you have to do something with it or have... The nice thing about sanitation supplies are, is they're eternal. Mm. They don't ever expire. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> so yeah. It's like once you get a good bulk amount, like yeah. you're pretty set for Yeah, it's good to go. Yeah, so just think about it. Cam talked about this briefly, but communications is an issue. Um, with no power, how are you going to charge your phone? Because your phone is still going to be your main. I have issues right now. Yeah. Communication. What? <laughs> um, but you, you need, your phone is going to be still your main communication device, so you have to keep it um, charged up. And like Cam said, have some backup ways to do that. Um, but what if, you know, what if the towers go down? Because a lot of towers do have backup power but it, it will only last for so long as well yeah so you have to be ready so think about things like an emergency radio like cam talked about and one that is solar and crank and battery and all of those things and then the other things that we've talked about before cb ham radio i don't know carrier pigeons all those types of things mm -hmm. you can think about drone drone pigeons. drone pigeons yep um also think about making sure that you're signed up for any local emergency alerts that they have no, oh, yeah, those are super those. useful, dude. Um, they'll either text you or there's an app. Um, it just gives you forewarning of stuff that is especially happening in your area. But you can also get the emergency apps like the FEMA app or the Red Cross app is the one I really like, and they will give you um, warning on storms and things like that 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 are coming, and you can kind of you definitely want to get that boil order early. Yes, you don't want to get it after the fact. It's not great. I've had diarrhea for two weeks. This makes sense. Oh, yeah, we've been boiling our water. Can you get that text? Oh, yes. Your water is sewage. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I was wondering why you're boiling all my poop water. I wonder why your breath smells like that. Um, 
another thing to think about too is home security. And, and if I know anything, I know it's that people suck and they are the worst, mm-hmm. and they're going to probably get worse in a bad situation. So you're going to want to continue to keep your home secure, even in a power outage. So make sure you have the good locks. Yeah, that ADT sign. They're going to roundhouse it. Probably and just walk into your house. Yeah, and if there's no lights to light it up, they can't even see it anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Um. <laughs> So just make sure you have really good locks on your doors and your windows. Make sure that you have home defense weapons or whatever that might be. A good option is some uh, solar security lights. Um, I actually saw a thing that the Urban Prepper put up the other day. Those solar lights that you put out in your yard, they're oh, great for yeah. power outages. That's right. Because they're out getting on. charged all day. Pull them inside when you're when it's dark. That's a freaking way good idea, Yeah, so Urban think Prepper. about that. Yeah. Um, so think about home security. Uh, fuel. We, we talked about generators. But they're no good if you don't have fuel. Yeah. So you have to store some fuel. Um, and especially if the pumps aren't working and your vehicle is low. Yeah. Which it shouldn't be because we've talked a million times about keeping it at half tank. Okay? Yeah. So don't do that. Keep it at half tank. Have a little siphon, too. Yeah, a little siphon is great. We had a listener that mentioned, like, when you go to Lowe's or any of those, like, home and garden places, they have those cans, you know, that are pre-mixed. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you can burn those. I mean, mm. well, obviously you can burn. Yeah, them. for sure. But then you can run them in your car or whatever. You know, yeah. take like fifty cans, but but you can those do cans are like five years storage. That's better than oh. just getting it from the gas station and having it. Set. You, you so can. I think it's the treated. pre-mixed stuff. You yeah. can run in your car. Yeah, it's just it runs rich. You know, oh, you can foul it out and wow. like and if you had no other option, if you had no other option, still gasoline. Sure, yeah. It's just a little oily. For sure, interesting. But you could run it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And we talked about the mechanics were like. Flipping their heads. I don't know anything. So yeah, on the on the mechanics. It's obviously the last thing that you would run, unless you have two stroke. Then you're good. Yeah. Um, the pipes. That sounded more like a goat. What I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Goats will even eat it. Um, your pipes. This was a big issue in Texas. So if it comes to the point where you still have water, but it's getting really cold. Leave your water running a little bit, even just a little bit of a trickle. That's going to help your pipes to keep from freezing, right? Open up your kitchen and bathroom cabinet doors. Let any warmer air get in there. Um, and also, if it, if it's getting really bad and you're super scared about it, you can turn Have off your water. Have hold on to a pipe. Yeah, exactly. All night long. Just rub the pipe all night long. <laughs> Baby, you got to rub you my got pipes. Pipe. <laughs> you got pipe rubbing. Yeah. You got pipe Shift. rubbing duty till 11. You got pipe rubbing shaft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shift. I'm trying to get rid of your damn hiccups. You got to go rub the pipes. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I, I every year my little uh, um, sprinkling system where I have that mm. breather valve always cracks right always there. And does. I've tried to wrap it. I've tried mm. to put so yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have it's tough. I'm gonna start shift work. Kids can go out Good and rub idea. it. Good idea. Um, you can also drain that if you need to. Yeah. If you're really and worried anything about that it. has valves, they tell you to like open it like three quarter, mm-hmm. you know, so that the ball isn't yeah. causing any swelling. <laughs> My balls are swelling. <laughs> Gotta be careful. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> How Google to prevent it. freezing? Google it. Half ball, three quarter ball. Open. Ball swells. <laughs> <laughs> Gets real confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that, and this is I've been seeing is like. The power bills for some people have been oh. like forty thousand dollars. Like that's not great. So having um, paper copies of everything that you know mm-hmm. that's your daily life, insurance documents, your credit cards, like have a copy of the numbers to call if they go missing or get stolen. Having uh, all that stuff like put in food a diary. Yeah, food diary. Yeah, um, 
personal diary. Yeah. Uh, Princess diaries. Yes. <laughs> that DVD in there. <laughs> but like all of your important documents yeah. you want to have stored away, easily accessible, because you might be fighting a $40,000 power bill. Mm. And I know jujitsu. That shit's going down. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, you can have backup uh, copies of that stuff mm. on your cell phone. Yeah, that's a good and idea. PDF, you know. Again, that's just that's just good common sense. Yeah, you just want to back <laughs> up your personal it. stuff. Yeah, wedding great. pictures. And... So that's kind of the basics uh, to get ready for power. That's a lot, but it was a th- lot. those are things that you need to be thinking about because they're going to be. Don't wait for that storm. No, don't wait for the Storm's alert on your coming. phone. Storm's Winter's coming. <laughs> Winter 2.0. Yeah, just get that stuff done. Yeah. Um, and as you're doing that, I want you to head to the internet. I want you to type in www.tackpack.com. Yes. And I want you to go order a tack pack because, Preaching you know, fire, boy. all I know is I think pretty sure Kanye West has a tack pack. Yeah. Pretty sure George Bush has a tack pack. I'm pretty sure the Queen of England has a tack pack. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure Tom Hanks Guaranteed. got a tack pack. Guaranteed. All the cool people are doing it these days, so go get one. But when you get it, you got to no, put you our code. You didn't mention firearms up in there. No, I said self defense we- or home defense weapons. Oh, no, you got to be specific. <laughs> Is it five five six two, or two, nine mm? Two two, two, two three. three uh, seven six two. Yeah, fifty cal. <laughs> yeah. Mm, Twenty two bullets. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So go get a tack pack. I mean, because. This is what the cool guys are doing these days because they have AR-15s. Maybe they have AR-16s or 19s or 14s. They got lots of ARs. Um, but, Don't know your gun, do you? <laughs> but we, this is just a, such a cool monthly subscription. You love your gun. Yeah. This is like yeah subscrip- subscription to a pet store for your gun. Yeah. Also, all the care. And it's not even just guns. It's EDC gear. Yeah. Right? We've had some really good EDC gear. I've got some knives that I was like, I've never seen this before. Thank this is pack. new to me. <laughs> yeah. I will carry it with me as I go about my day. Um, they so, do. Yeah. And they're stealing it from someone because there's yeah. no way they can give you what they do at the cost. Yeah. Before the FBI gets catches up with them, go get yours. <laughs> okay, because they're coming. They gotta be. On their heels, because we keep telling everybody. I really have no idea how they do it. I don't know how they do it either. But if you put our code in, the cool thing is, is they're going to send you a separate bag, and that bag's going to be full of EDC gear. That's freaking sweet. I mean. If you want to kick off your EDC, you haven't done anything. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Kobe told you how. Idiots. Talk, talk. Idiots. Go do it. Not the papa. Yeah, that's right. Uh, We don't have any reviews today. We don't? Which is really weird. It's time for the quick and dirty medical I'm gonna tip. More review this podcast today. Mm. Pretty good, I guess. Bad. I don't know. Too much mindless banter. Yeah, way mm. too much laughing and carrying on. I'm moving on. <laughs> mm. Um. So, uh, since we've been talking about power and cooking indoors and stuff like mm. that, you got to watch out for carbon monoxide poisoning. I hate it. I do too. It's the worst. And you can get battery. Powered carbon monoxide detectors, and I highly recommend it because yeah. if you lose power, your little smoke detector and stuff up there, um, it should have a backup battery now. Supposed these to, days. but who changes those? Preppers. Every fifteen, when it starts chirping, yeah, usually, and that's way and that's past when, when I karate kick it off of the ceiling <laughs> yeah. in at four a.m. I two by four busted one to <laughs> yeah. pieces one night. Uh huh. Yeah, they are timed specifically. To go off mm. and warn you I can't 2 a.m. Okay. I'm lying. I can't karate kick to the ceiling. You sure about I that? I can't. Shows. So I didn't do that. It. It's just I was just being facetious. That would be Move on. Cool. Sorry. Pretty cool. Sorry. Um, 
Like Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Um, so carbon monoxide poisoning, this has killed some people during this storm in Texas. Mm-hmm. It's people just aren't educated on venting their uh, living space, and they just go in, start cooking up storm, starting fire, mm. pallet fire in the middle <laughs> of their house. Pallet fire. <laughs> um, so if they don't burn themselves to a crisp, mm. then uh, they suck all the oxygen out of their room and they die. Yeah. Don't use your car uh, to warm up your house. <laughs> yeah, this is not great. This, this is pretty common sense. Bad idea. Um, what are some of the symptoms of carbon monoxide poisoning? Death. Usually it's death. <laughs> yeah. But it, you actually start feeling flu-like. Mm. And some of you might be like, oh, no, I got COVID. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to get swabbed. <laughs> and they rev the car up even more. <laughs> Honey, put the brick on the, the exhaust pedal. helps. It makes my <laughs> tummy feel better. I think I've heard carbon monoxide cures COVID. Yeah. Don't. Okay. Don't know. <laughs> this is not medical advice. Yes, please don't. Donald Trump said. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> um, headache, confusion, mm. and dizziness. I got that. Feeling t- very tired. I got that. And usually nauseated. Boom. All three. All Power very five. similar symptoms to Radiation poisoning. <laughs> is it a nuclear COVID. bomb? Is it a COVID? Is it carbon monoxide? Yeah. So, but if you're in indoors and you start feeling lightheaded and nauseated and confused, then you probably are getting poisoned slowly. <laughs> okay. Pretty creepy. Um, yeah. But yeah, carbon monoxide poisoning. Is there a treatment in the backwoods? <laughs> no. Oxygen? Yeah. You... So the only way, the first thing to treatment, and if you happen to have oxygen, is those rebreather masks. So they're the ones you see like the NFL players, they put on it, but they have a bag at the bottom. Mm. That gives you the highest flow oxygen. So high flow oxygen using a rebreather mask. Mm. That They found that um, breathing room air, if you don't get enough carbon monoxide to kill you, then breathing room air, it takes like 250 to 300 minutes to clear from your system. Yeah, but not if I breathe super fast. That's true. <laughs> You'll probably just get more carbon dioxide. With that <laughs> no. Um, but mm. with the rebreather mask and high flow oxygen, 90 minutes and mm. and most of that clears out. And so the, sit down watch a movie? Yeah. The the other the other little tip that I wanted to mention is yeah, just put that mask <laughs> on and watch Tenet. Bill, Billy Madison. Tenet would probably Tenet, be a good no, one to watch. No, wouldn't. You feel like, what the hell? I can't hear or breathe. Yeah. Um the uh the main thing is to is people have those little pulse ox mm-hmm. uh monitors. Put it on your tip of tip of your finger. If you have carbon monoxide poisoning, it'll still read at like ninety eight. So you're like, Oh, I got enough oxygen. Mm. It can't differentiate between the carbon monoxide and just regular oxygen. Well, they need to get better ones. Then. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So they are actually working on some newer ones. They haven't passed them yet. Fine. But anyways, don't rely on an oxygen sensor. Don't rely on your iPhone 12 heartbeat sensor. Because you can use... I can't. I guess they have apps now that are fairly accurate. It doesn't know if that's carbon monoxide or oxygen. So don't rely on that kind of crap. But moral of the story, don't cook or burn stuff indoors. Yeah. And if you do, ventilate very yeah. much. If you get dizzy, do it next to you're getting sick. Yeah. And really, with carbon monoxide, you can't treat it on your own. You really need medical help. Pepto. But if you had nothing else but a perfect oxygen tank mm-hmm. with a rebreather mask. That'll do it. Throw it on and then seek medical attention. Pepto. And Pepto. Pepto. <laughs> Always. Always helps.
All right, guys, thank you. That is surviving the Texas blackout of 2021. What do we care? I don't know. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you guys uh, coming along with us and subscribing and following us on all the funny, cool places that we are. Come along with me. That's right. All right. Stay surviving.